Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hey, it's Friday. It is Friday. Absolutely the last of the week. Got the dials set and the levels. We're ready to I don't, I don't know if you're going to yell as soon as the mic comes on. You told me are... to start this program. <laughs> and buddy, we're rolling now. We're, we're ready to go, ready to go. I, I hate that we only got five conversations on Hebrews 11. There's so much in here. Well, there is a lot in here. There is a lot in here. And uh, listen, if uh, if our listeners are in the Tampa area this weekend, we'd love for you to come out and worship with us at Livingston. We're meeting Sunday. Our worship assembly is at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, you'll find directions, the address, and all that at our website, christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. And so, we're going to read Hebrews chapter 11, beginning at verse 29. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets— who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised. Since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. Wow. That's a great reading there. I appreciate it. You start just, uh, I mean, you you read it. <laughs> I didn't write it. The Holy Spirit is dropping all kinds of names in here. Sure. Of great heroic successes in reading the Old Testament. Now, I, you know, one of the things I love about the Bible, Edwin, is how fair it is about all the people, right? And so for each of these people, we could point to their moment of faith and a victory delivered. There's also some things that you would think, you know, maybe we'd want to, want to record that part. <laughs> and yet know? it gets recorded. And yet it gets recorded. You're it's, like, by faith, Rahab, the prostitute. You right. know, it's like, it, it, the Bible is so honest, yes. so true, so real. Well, that's important when we consider the, the list of guys following that, like Barak and Samson and yeah. Gideon and Jephthah. These are all guys that were not great fellas. In fact, as we're going through Judges... When you read the book of Judges, wow. talk about some some flawed people. Yeah, right? the, the whole point of Judges is look at, look at how rotten the people of God become when they're doing yeah. everything according to their own eyes. Even yes. their judges yes. end up diminishing and becoming worse and worse and worse yeah. as we walk through them. Yet, and yet, when they pursued faith, mm-hmm. God gave the victory. And they are examples for us who are Christians in the faith, right? And and so here they are in this chapter. And you know you're reading along and there are some amazing things that have happened as God has 
called people to faith and faithfulness and in their response. And we see these amazing deliverances. We see life being preserved, earthly life being preserved in so many ways, talking about stopping the mouth of lions. Daniel. I mean, that makes me think about Daniel and uh, sons being delivered back from the dead. I think about the miracles of Elijah and Elisha yes, and I mean, some of these, these great things. But then, Quenching the power of fire. Hey. Daniel's friends. The, yeah. The, the, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Three Hebrew children there mm-hmm. in Babylon. And Here that, were people that, that was a time when God's people were dispossessed of their land even. They were in captivity again. So we're talking about victorious faith. Faith is the victory. I think about those fellas, those three Through guys. The ages. As they looked at Nebuchadnezzar when he said, bow down before this, this statue. And they mm-hmm. said, we're not going to do that. We'll do that or I'm going to throw you into the fire. Well, look. Whether God delivers us from that fire That's or not, right. He's going to deliver us from you, and He does deliver them from the fire. Yeah, He does. He does, which which sets up. This makes me think of one of my favorite songs to sing. What's that? Faith is the victory. It does. Faith is the victory. It it overcomes the world. Mm-hmm. We are encamped along hills of light. The world is battling against us, and we're going to conquer them. And therefore, we tell stories about victorious faith. And the interesting thing about all those stories about victorious faith are the fact that in this last moment, here was a guy thrown into the lion's den, but what happens? The Mm -hmm. lions don't eat him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And here were children that are thrown into, or not children, but young men who are thrown into the fiery fiery furnace, and it doesn't burn them. Yeah. Burns their ropes off, but it doesn't kill them. They're not singed. And here are these judges and kings that go into battle, and they survive, and they come back, and the yeah. the enemies are defeated. And usually against very long odds. Oh, you man. know, Gideon with his three hundred men, and so yeah. forth. Yeah. yeah. And then, then, well, but then there's the ones where the story ends with, yeah, but he got sawn in two. Yeah, I was going to say, but as you kept reading, uh, fewer name drops, but. Where's the where's the protection, man? Where's the miracles? Because it it looks like uh, the people of faith, and they are, because the world is not even worthy of them, are suffering horrible persecutions and martyrs' deaths, floggings, mockings, chains, imprisonments. I can tell you who some of this sounds like. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot like Jesus, right there. Well, he did suffer those things, didn't he? Then we've got folks who are stoned. There's Stephen. Right. Sawn in two. Absolutely. Killed with the sword. Going about in skins of sheep and goats. That sounds like John. Yeah, John the Baptist. We're starting to hear these stories, and I, I have no doubt that there are these Old Testament saints that experience mm-hmm. these as well, though we don't have a whole lot of their stories. But now we're seeing some things that sound like Jesus and disciples and apostles, Christians. But but the point is, when we think of faith as the victory, we don't think that that story ends with they got taken up and... They they got put in prison, and they got beaten, and they got mocked, and they got flogged, and we're waiting for God to send his angel and let them be delivered, which we know happens sometimes. sometimes. But actually, in this case, no, they they got sawn in two. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got an apostle James, and he's beheaded. And then you got an apostle Peter, and he gets the jailbreak, right? The angel jailbreak. So faith is the victory? Yeah. Are, are, are what on earth? How can we say that? Because sometimes faith is actually, I'm going to die. Well, and this gets back to uh, earlier in Hebrews chapter 10 when he reminds them, you suffered persecution. There was tribulation. There were people in chains. And that's what I think of is that 
you, there is this there is this line of people of faith and we love to go back and read about the Noahs and the Abrahams but you Christians are in this same line of faith and what's the key to this line that all of these were looking for a reward which was heavenly which was eternal which was not made with hands and so whether the the story on this earth ended with uh you know this incredible the the, the mouths of the lions were stopped because your service wasn't done yet right or sawn in two the reward that you were looking for was the same. I go back to the beginning of this list, and I registered my surprise at the beginning of the week where 1039 in Hebrews has this statement about, we're not those who shrink back, but those who by faith press on for the preservation of our lives. But then the very first example is Abel, who is killed is for it, his faith. And, and, and we even talked about that Greek word there, the preservation of our souls. Yeah, right? the preservation yeah. of our soul and our lives. Here it is. This this issue, but but Abel dies. However, the next guy, he doesn't die. He doesn't. Enoch die. doesn't die. Our first two examples are these are these opposing like opposite examples. Yeah. Here's the guy that dies for his faith. Here's the guy that escapes death. Escapes death one hundred percent. He never dies. Mm-hmm. But now everybody else here. Here's Noah, our next example. There was a, a moment when he could have died, possibly should have died right. in, the flood, in the flood, but God saved him from that death. However, what ultimately happened to Noah? Of course, he dies. Ultimately, Noah dies. Mm-hmm. What, what happens to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? There are moments when surely they are saved from death, yeah. but in the end, what happens to all of them? They're dying, looking, looking for the promise. Moses, there are moments where he is saved from death, mm-hmm. but ultimately... He yeah, dies. Yeah. Rahab, that's mentioned in the paragraph that we read, she was saved from death at Jericho, Jericho. when Jericho is defeated. But what ultimately happens to Rahab? Yeah. She dies. She Every one of these, all of the people on this list, with the exception of Enoch, they all actually die. Mm-hmm. Here we get now to the point that the reward is not about this life. Mm-hmm. The reward is about what's coming later, the resurrection, the resurrected life, the heavenly city, the heavenly kingdom. Even behind the scenes, all these hints are being dropped in. Our Hebrew author is trying to convince his audience, these Hebrew Christians who accepted Jesus but now are being tempted to drift away, sometimes to just go into sudden rebellion. He's telling them, hang on, hang on on. Yeah, but we're being persecuted. Yes, fine. Let me tell you about some people who were persecuted. Right. Let me tell you about some things. Moses went through the reproach. He didn't even get into the promised land. He didn't get that. Yet he died in faith, hanging on. None of these people ultimately got the ultimate promise because none of them saw Jesus. Right. None of them got to experience in their lives salvation in Jesus. And of course, none of them got to experience what ultimately that was going to give in eternity. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't that's experienced coming. that. Yeah, that's still coming. He's saying, hang on, though. Hang on. Hang on in life. Hang on in death. What a commendation he makes in describing the uh, tortures and sacrifices that, that these suffered, these faithful suffered. When he says, of whom the world was not worthy. Mm-hmm. The, these were the greats yeah. in this world. Now, did the world view them that way? Absolutely not. They looked at him like uh, scum and less than, and treated them that way. And yet, these were the, the these were the lights in God's eyes. 
That's where it mattered. And the final analysis, they're going to shine. They're going to receive the promise. They're going to be uh, with God and victors in a race. We're going to move, you know, into the twelfth chapter by talking about the race language and the the uh, the the hosts, you know, the heavenly hosts and multitudes cheering us on. And you know, you you get a sense of of where greatness lies. Oh, go ahead. None of us here, you and I are not, and I doubt many of the people who listen to us talk that that are hanging with us for 15 minutes believe in the prosperity gospels, the health and wealth gospels, that become a Christian, serve the Lord, and you get to be rich. And But but that teaching is ubiquitous. I it's mean, everywhere. It's, it, it is. And, and, and anybody who's listening who does believe it, spend some time in Hebrews 11. No kidding. But one of the places where I think I sometimes stumble on this is the idea of still thinking the reward is about something in this life. Mm-hmm. Come to Jesus and, and you'll find fulfillment. Come, come to Jesus and you'll have meaning. Come to, I'm not saying that some of those things, there's not some truth to that. Just like mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's not some truth to the fact that God, if you follow God's will and all things being equal, you're probably going to do better with your money. Right. I, I get it. Right. But the point is, the reward is not... Come to Jesus, and everything in this life is going to be great. You're going to have psychological fulfillment. You're going to have happiness. You're going to have pleasure and leisure. It's not. In fact, for many people, it's come to Jesus, and you're going to get sawn in two. You're going to, you're going to wander about in sheepskins and goatskins, homeless, looking for a cave to dwell in. But I tell you what, in the end, when you die in faith, you get to be with God and have the reward. It's it's a great challenge. I, I heard a story told, purported to be a true story told, of a of a of a Christian preacher in the Soviet Union during the dark days of the USSR. And he said that his work was teaching people to become Christians meant teaching people how to die. Mm, yeah. That that's what it is going to be about. And and when he you know when the Iron Curtain came down and he got to have more contact with with uh, you know Americans and American Christianity, he said that's that's not it here at all. Mm-hmm. That that's not what you Americans are been, have been doing. Now I heard a similar story where a guy says you know here in America when you baptize people you usher them to a pew. Back in the USSR when I baptized people, I was often ushering them to a cell. To a cell. There you go. Absolutely. You know, same the, kind of deal. The, same the, kind of the deal. struggle. The, I, don't, I don't wish those kind of hardships and persecutions on anybody. No. I really don't. But when I read Hebrews 11, I see that's really been the more common story in history of God's people and of the saints. And we cannot lose the fact that the reward is beyond this life. The reward is beyond this life. We need to be looking to the reward. We need to realize that the reward is better than anything we have in this life. Amen. And this, this business of if I became a Christian, everything is going to be good and it's all going to be daisies and it's going to be rolling around in a tub of butter and it's just going to be wonderful. And uh, sometimes, look, for some people, Enoch didn't die. Yeah. But Abel died. Yeah. And whether we're Enoch or Abel, we hang on to faith. And that's the thing that we have to get from this. Because the reward for neither one of them was here in this life. Correct. The reward was beyond having been taken to God. We've taken too much time. The reward for our listeners is let's say a prayer and we'll be back next week. Holy God, thank you so much for your son, Jesus. Thank you for these stories of faith that we've been able to read. May we look to the reward. And looking to the reward, may we hang on, whether we're Abel or whether we're Enoch. May we hang on to you, realizing that being with you is greater riches than anything else we could possibly have. It's through your son, Jesus, who died so that we could have the reward, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.